And I remember thinking like, damn, I, I'm down to like attempt this look. Right. But then I was like, I have n- no idea what this girl's name even is. So like, I don't want someone to be like, yeah, love that character. And I'm like, I don't even know her name. So <laughs> you caught me. I'm a poser. <laughs> yeah, right there. Everything you just said, you know, you're perfect for voiceovers. We need you for cartoons that. I'm down. <laughs> it's funny though for the longest time i uh used to hate my voice your voice is perfect thank you i know now <laughs> God, but so good. i've had like this like baby lisp like there's like uh, a like it's not like a full lisp but like there's right. like a little bit of a drag at the end and yeah. i used to be super self-conscious about it mm-hmm. and then and then probably just from hearing my sister tell me I'm annoying all the time. I just like always thought that my voice was super annoying, but lately I've realized people like my voice. It's just not my sister. And this is Wear Many Hats presented by Desire, where we talk about your main gig, then we talk about your side hustle. Michelle Tuan is a comedian and actress based in Los Angeles. I met Michelle when she worked at opening ceremony in New York, and I told her I was taking comedy writing classes because that time I believed I could write for SNL and told her about my spiritual journey about being a comedian, but it was most likely a quarter-life crisis. But instead, she became a comedian herself and has been in commercials. I'm so proud of her. You can catch Michelle hosting craft services on Pop Shop Live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. PST. I can't stop playing her IG stories. When you watch her videos, it's like you're about to eat Pop Rocks and then you're about to get that popping sensation. That's how I feel when I see her. It's a tingly sensation or I just smoked a ton of weed. Either or... I feel good or I don't really know how to feel. Socially awkward, social butterfly, but with jokes, please welcome Michelle Twan to Wear Many Hats. How's it going? Hello. It's going. (laughs) (laughs) So what's behind you? There's like a giant rug of color of something, some sorts. This was my quarantine project. I made this in from April to May of 2020. No way. Yeah. I got carpal tunnel tunnel from it. My hand hurts so bad. Like made it with my hands. I mean, yeah, that's what you do. I I can see that. Yeah, everyone either took up bread making classes or uh, rug making. Mm-hmm. And that was you. Yeah. Usually people either make like a Jigglypuff rug or... <laughs> like a specific logo of some sorts but instead you it looks like yeah it looks like a giant pair of shorts so good it's so good pinterest inspired the first thing i made though was a mushroom and then i made that one yeah it was much smaller mushroom probably like this big were you on mushrooms when you made the second rug? Because that's what it looks like. Um, no, but I, it probably would have made it a little bit more enjoyable. Because like after the first one, I was like super into it. I was like, what else can I make? I made like a list of all these like shapes and like whatever's that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And then I tackled this big guy. And then I was like, I never want to do this ever again in my life. <laughs> yeah, that definitely looks like carpal tunnel. If if carpal tunnel had a color, that's literally what it looks like. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I actually ended up making a few more. <laughs> and then I stopped. Because I have a tendency to think that I like I quit too early. So then yeah. when I wanted to quit after this, I was like, no, Michelle, push yourself through. Do another one. And then the one after that, I was like, no more. I'm done. I'm over this. It's not fun. 
was the other rugs for friends or is it still for you? Do you have like a room full of rugs now? No, out of the four, I have two and I gave two away. Where's mine? Um, like I said, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> Honestly, the one that I gave my friend Miriam is probably my favorite one. Mm -hmm. And I when as I was finishing it, I almost decided not to give it to her. <laughs> I was like, should I keep this for myself? Oh, I do that all the time. Yeah, I mean, me too. But this one, I was like, oh, no. I'll give it to her. <laughs> In your apartment right now, is it wooden floor? Is it straight wood floors or do you have carpet? I have wood floors. And oh, thank God. What? Scared me there for a second. I thought you had a carpet. No, 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 no. I'd be like, damn, no taste. <laughs> <laughs> Just I mean, some people don't have control over that. I did have control over these floors, though, and I'm very, very proud of what I picked. Oh, yeah, of course. I feel like all the apartments in Queens are carpeted. Yeah, because shit over there is old. Damn. They don't, they don't really, like, new builds don't do carpet floors anymore. No, of course not. Yeah. Especially for, like, renting purposes, which I feel like that's more of the reason why people are buying homes, not, like, mm. to live in them themselves, like... To have carpet floors is actually, in the long run, way more expensive because of the way you have to upkeep it. Oh, of course. Yeah. But people didn't realize that, I feel like, up until, like, the last 20-ish years. Maybe even less. Because they were stupid as fuck. Yeah. Well, also, because before, people were owning homes for just themselves. Very true. <laughs> now everyone's a landlord. Yeah. I could see you as a landlord. I'm down to be a landlord. I hate landlord slander. Me too. <laughs> but you'd be a great landlady. Thank you. Thank you. I could yeah. still be a lord. Don't be sexist. Damn. All right. Coming in hot. <laughs> lord. Call me lord. Oh, man. All right. For the rest of this podcast, I'm just going to call you lord. Yeah. <laughs> and who's that little stuffed animal right beside you? His name's Ikurubudu. I got him in Japan. He's a capybari, which is one of the large... No, it is the largest rodent in the world. <laughs> they look more like guinea pigs, but like... Yeah. Pig size. Like, they're big. Yo, what? Yeah. I mean, I had no clue. I bought this, and then I looked up what it was, and I was like, oh my god, what the fuck is this? Wait, what year did you get that? In your, like, adult years? Oh, yeah. Um, I got it <laughs> in 2015. When did my brother graduate? 2016? Oh, nice. Maybe 2017? No, 2016. 2016. I'm sticking with that answer. It was like a graduation gift for your brother, but instead you decided to keep it. No, 100%. Saw him at the store and I was like, <laughs> I want that. You're no, there mine. was two next to each other. They're both capybaris, but just very different, like, illustrations of them, I guess. I hugged both of them, and I was like, this one's coming home. I got him oh in Japan. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> Japan. Well, that changes the game. Foreign. It's, it is foreign. It speaks another he language. He is foreign. Okay, he's got a gender. He is foreign. He is foreign. I hear only hot girls have stuffed animals, so... Does every girl have a stuffed animal in their room? Probably. Do other dudes have stuffed animals in their rooms too? I'm not a dude, so I can't tell you. <laughs> I don't know. Well, when you go over dudes' houses, do you hmm. if they had a stuffed animal there, what would you think? <laughs> it depends on what kind of stuffed animal, how many, the size and placement. Oh my god, that's so true. And where they put it. I think if they put it on like their in a bed, rocking chair, yeah. Oh, that's, that's uh, creepy. It depends. Would I be mad at that? I don't know. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> but if it's on the bed. That's a no-go for me. Right. It's like yeah. in like they do their bed every morning and then they put stuff down like yeah. right in the middle between their pillows. I mean, also I guess to each their own. I just think it's more common for a girl to have a stuffed animal on their bed. And I know he's a stuffed animal, but he's almost more like a pillow. Like look at his side. Wow, look at that. Does it have a name? 
Ikirubudu. Oh, God. Damn. Just going in. Yeah. Well, it was the street that the store that I got him was on. I think Uh something like that. I could be wrong. And then there's like a bunch of English words. I know Ikirubudu is not an English word, but there's like English words that like I love hearing my fobby family say. I mean, Uh technically they're not fobs because they still live in Taiwan, but like like really (laughs) hard English words for them. Right. And I love to find ways to prompt them to say it. Yeah, so that's how that kind of happened. <laughs> and in case you did not know what fob meant, it's fresh off the boat for all mm-hmm. you, Non-Asian. for all my white audiences out there <laughs> today. How was your time in Japan? It was good. That was like a long time. It feels so long ago. I know. Anything pre-pandemic just feels way too long ago. Right? Yeah. We're like the same age, but I feel like we're ancient for all the our travels back in the day. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, that was a completely different person. What a different time, both me and the whole world. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, Japan's always fire. It's super fun. Always a great opportunity to spend more time with family. And family, you have family in Japan. No, I have family in Taiwan, but they met us in in Japan. So did my family. In Malaysia? No. Well, my family's from Malaysia, but my parents, like, surprised me in Japan. They were like, oh, you're in Tokyo? We're in Tokyo, too. You want to meet a Shibuya (laughs) Crossing? I was like, are you you kidding right now? And I actually met up with them, yeah. But, like, randomly. I love that. It was very wholesome. Wholesome. I love some good, wholesome fun. It was so bizarre it was basically a a trip where even though i was with my one friend he came with his like his mom also surprised him too well it came with his brother (laughs) i don't like wasn't a surprise and maybe you guys were just unaware it's so bizarre yeah it's i have no idea how the whole trip was a whole surprise i mean even even the way we got to japan was like crazy for funsies or for work a little bit of both we actually went to japan because i found money on the ground in philly and really that money to go to japan yeah like enough money to go to japan on the floor yeah and it was like a drug bust we found like hundreds like a hundred dollar bills like on the ground yeah that's fucking sick. Right? That's what I would do too. I would go on Exactly. And we used it to go to Japan. We had a layover in Beijing, and Beijing was fire too. Hung mm. out there for a day, and then, yeah, went to Japan. Japan was sick. Was that your first time? It was my first time. Was that yeah. your first time? Um, Second time. But Damn. the first time I went, I was like in middle school, so no vaguely vague, remember. Yeah. Traveling was always really important for my mom. Wow. Especially because all of her family was in Taiwan too. So it was always like a, an excuse to see her sister. And then so because they were there and we were here every other year for a while, we would alternate. Like we would do either some sort of like America tour uh-huh. and then they would come and then, then they we would all meet back in LA and then they would spend time in LA with us or it'd be the other way around where we would go somewhere in Asia and then afterwards, go back to Taiwan and spend some time there and come back. Asian Carmen San Diego's over here. <laughs> I'm in San Diego. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Asian Carmen San Diego, actually, not really, but. That way? <laughs> <laughs> still Asian stuff. Like, I've just been looking at your stories recently, and you're in a Daiso? Daiso. Daiso. I knew it. Daiso, Daiso. Well, I love Daiso too. Did you know that they have one in New York now? I heard. I heard they finally opened one in Manhattan. And then I also heard that they have two in Queens. And they have one in Industry City. Yeah, it's insane. I have no idea where Industry City is. <laughs> is that Queens? That sounds like Queens to me. <laughs> it's in Brooklyn. Is it? Okay, fine. But is it yeah. like Queens? <laughs> Basically. No, 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 no. Daiso in in Brooklyn, and it's it's so crazy because the first time I ever been to Daiso was in LA, 
mm. and that's where I got all of these like awesome mesh hats that I used to make for my brand Dasar and that was like eight years ago so I'm glad that Daiso is making a comeback and not your a stories. comeback it's an introduction to your side they never went away here okay do not disrespect Daiso like that <laughs> okay <laughs> I mean it said you're making reels twerking in Daiso using their neck massager it looks mm. good not exactly what happened but sounds way more fun <laughs> I will take it that's what you should tell people I was doing <laughs> they have so many amazing like what that neck massager you using was insane yeah I should have gotten it why didn't you get it because it was for someone else yeah, but you be stressing. You need to, like, you be moving your neck a lot. Like, I know you need that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I mean... Like, move over Theragun. Come Daiso. Theraguns would be so intense right here, though. Imagine. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That was really comfortable. No, my... Because <clears throat> I was there with my coworker, and mm. she was just doing that for hella long, and it was for someone else. And I was no like... Way for someone she's like it's fine she can have some of our dna <laughs> you should try this and she was just like massaging my neck and i was like you know what i could stand here for an hour <laughs> it's like those videos when people are playing with pets like faces mm -hmm. that's what you look like mm, i felt like one of those yeah you look like one of those i am one of those <laughs> Pop Shop Live. Pop Shop Live. My day job. Your day job. That's what you were getting all these. I don't want to disrespect Daiso with trinkets, but like all their goods. Yeah. Tchotchkes? Tchotchkes. It's more than just tchotchkes, it's though. It's more than just tchotchkes. It's everything. They have houseware. <sighs> I know. I know Household stuff, cooking stuff, snacks stationary um fucking gardening shit pet stuff batteries snacks did i already say that yes you did but and it's still good. and games and it's it's a magical place every time when i was in new york every time i would move which i did a lot in new york i would always just think like fuck why is there no daiso <laughs> over here i just need random daiso shit for my apartment <laughs> Oh, stressful. And then so like when someone told me literally yesterday while we were streaming there that like, oh, we have some in New York. I was like both happy for everyone, but really mad for myself. No way. <laughs> like, uh, of course, like years after I leave New York, they finally are ready to not have just one, but they have three. <laughs> personal, <laughs> personal attack. It was a personal attack on you. Mm -hmm. Crying in Daiso. Crying in Daiso. <laughs> The sequel. <laughs> the sequel. You'd be perfect for that. I could cry at a dice. Crying happy, happy tears. tears. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, like you said, uh, you're well. You're from LA, and I met you in NYC. Now you're back in LA. Yeah. West Coast, West Coast, baby. Oh, oh, so you're never coming back. Permanently. <laughs> no. I'm down to live in New York for like extended periods of times. There's no need for an S for times, um, but wow. not year round. I'm down to do like, like, well, not down. I'm, the goal is to be in New York, like so regular that it's like, it accumulates to like three to four months out of my year. That's a good amount of time. I know, right? Still haven't been to New York this year. We'll see. <laughs> I, What's your favorite spots in New York compared to like LA? Like, which one do you like better? I mean, clearly LA, right? I honestly hate when people ask me to compare the two because I just feel like the two, what one city lacks, the other city thrives in. Right. So it's like you're comparing, I it depends it. on what category, like what specifically you're trying to compare between the two. Then I can tell you what's better for what you're looking for. But like, I get so much out of both places both like mentally spiritually physically everything that like it's just not comparable but LA's home it's where my family is so and it's life is just so much more chill here it's so <laughs> New York much is great because the hustle bustle and I love and appreciate that what I what 
that that I gain out of it. But like now that I've learned all those skills and tools and like mentalities that I can, I feel like I brought it back to LA and I was able to like best of both worlds it. Best of both worlds it. Mm -hmm. If I were to title this show, that's what I'd title it. Best of both. The best of both worlds it <laughs> you have to include the it though <laughs> no that's so true that's definitely true every time i'm in la i don't even know what day it is it's like yeah. saturday every day yeah i do miss weather like seasons i miss dressing up in new york it's definitely different but i'm less tired here <laughs> Oh, really? I feel like New York, like, it's just like you're always doing something and it's always like it's go, 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 which I love. That's why I like to go there every so often to absorb that, but then bring it back here. Right. Um, but like, we're not chasing like seasons here. Like, Rainbows. we don't have to get things done before a specific time or else like you can't go outside type of thing. I feel like that's also why like LA is so chill. Like, it's not just the culture here but it's like the weather season influence of people's like mentality and like moods wow so you must be so happy right now why because it's raining in new york it's raining in new york no i was actually just on the right before this i was like talking to my friend and she was telling me how much it was raining and i was like oh i kind of miss that don't get me wrong i fucking love this this is just so much more accessible to be able mm -hmm. to like not have to worry about that very often but like I don't know, a nice, beautiful, rainy day when you're not needing to do specific things is like pretty fucking nice. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and since you're from LA, I already know that you can drive. <laughs> I can. Um, despite your recent AAPI posts, I already knew you could drive, not because you're an Asian woman. <laughs> I just been in the car with you and I thought, yeah, you're a great driver. Thank you. I hate driving though. So much. I like to tell people I'm a bad driver. Really? Yeah. So they won't ask me to drive. Damn. Think about it. I did, I didn't need to, uh, get someone to pick me up at the airport this week. Are you coming to LA? No, I'm not coming to LA. Well, actually soon I am. I'll let you know the dates when you can pick me up from the airport not gonna do that <laughs> no <laughs> damn cold well also because i live like in the corner of la that's the furthest from the airport really yeah because the airport's like all the way on the west side i'm an east sider east side girl yeah that'd be like me living in like hell's kitchen or something and then it's like damn hey, can you pick me up at jfk like First of all, no. Second of all, go away. <laughs> wow. Real, I can't believe we dropped Hell's Kitchen on this podcast. I was trying to think of like, what, what's the most opposite east to west? That's a good one. That's a good where, one. Where, what part of New York do you think is the furthest? Or would take the longest to get there? No, Hell's Kitchen is definitely on point. Right? For sure. Okay sick you're like i wasn't you... confident about it when i said it but like <laughs> you saying that i'm like yeah fuck yeah hell's kitchen that's right oh uh, man you might as well fly out of newark like what the fuck yeah 100 oh i hated flying in, in and out of newark though yeah because i always lived in opposite sides of hell's kitchen you did you live in hell's kitchen oh no never i mean i lived in like chelsea for like a little bit over a month for a little bit i don't even know if that's considered living <laughs> but never i was never really on the west side wait how'd you live in chelsea i was like in between apartments and then like the girl that i was staying with prior uh -huh. wanted to break our lease a month earlier and i was like well i already lined up my next place to meet up with that and she's like how about we both save some money and you can come stay with me for a month and i was like okay cool i guess down to save money because I'm about to have to buy hella furniture. Right. Like squatted in her apartment basically for a month. In Chelsea. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's like dog shit everywhere. 
Is it? Oh, yeah, of course. It's like rich people not picking up their dog's poop. Ew, I hate that. Yeah. And then pick up your dog shit. If you don't want to pick up your dog shit, don't fucking get a dog. Like, you signed up for this. So you have to deal with it. Oh, it's because there's this one dog that leaves shit like on my sidewalk all the fucking time. I don't know which one it is. Oh, really? Yeah, but from the size of the poop, I feel like it's the same one consistently. Oh, and damn. It's so rude. What did you do? Nothing. Who'd you? No, I feel like it's just like a lazy person. I don't interact with my neighborhood that often. I probably should, but I don't. Who'd you cross? <laughs> Everyone. The mayor of my street. He challenged me and I said, nah, bitch, it's my street now. And then left a turd at your doorstep. <laughs> I feel like that's a prank you would do. No. If, if you were into pranks. I know you're a comedian now, yeah. but are you like, you're not I'm doing not impressions or pranks? That mm. doesn't come in your territory? Not, not even really. on Pop Shop Live? I feel like the most that I like, to do as a prank is like you know hide in a corner and jump out at people but like right. i don't know not like i don't like pranking pranking sometimes it's just mean <laughs> oh yeah definitely but i feel like you were the kid in high school that like brought a whoopee cushion in and no. you would just feel like you'd set it like on someone's chair no definitely not <laughs> whoopee cushions <laughs> What are we, five? <laughs> I mean... Yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what are we, five? And I'm like, I'm checking out your TikTok and it's unhinged. <laughs> uh, I'm, is it? Am I unhinged? I don't or, think No, it's unhinged. It's, yeah. it's great. I mean, uh, like, yeah, I mean, look, like, the voice you do for the damn son, where'd you find this TikTok is hilarious and sexy. You know, the one where you're, like, chilling and, and then you go into a club? Uh, yeah, I, my memory is so trash. I'm like, for the long time, I'm like, what? I made this? But yes, I did. Yeah. But then you go to the makeup eyes one, and it's just frightening, but I'm still weirdly turned on. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It, it should have gone viral in my eyes. Like TikTok doesn't like me, and I don't like TikTok. Maybe that's why TikTok doesn't like me, but they do me dirty, man. I know. You put some time into those fake eyes. <laughs> and that was an I, unhinged COVID quarantine night. <laughs> it was. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was really fun. I have this one friend we'll randomly just like send each other some wild ass makeup. Really, should we do it? Let's do it. That was perfect to a T, except for the fact that like you got Halloween down on lock or you're just like really bored, but it's, it's just really good. Both. I, Halloween's definitely one of my favorite holidays. Dude, it's my favorite holiday too. I mean, I love dressing up just like in general. Right. I dress up every day. <laughs> I, I like clothes. I like like putting on a mask or whatever. But sometimes if I can't think of a good Halloween costume, I get really frustrated. And I won't participate that year like last year. Fair. I mean, I feel like you would nail those YouTube tutorials of like how to make eyes on your eyelashes or something <laughs> or <her> eyeballs. <laughs> I don't think so. I feel like it, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say. YouTube is wild. I feel like my skill set is more like in the middle and you uh -huh. need to be better for that stuff. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like you got your makeup down on lock. It's because you can't see it in person. I, I love doing it and then like walking up to my sister and she's always like, you look fucking crazy. <laughs> and I was like, I know, but like, look at the way that I took this picture. It doesn't look crazy in the picture, right? And she's like, no, that looks really tight in the picture. But you in real life, you look psychotic right now. <laughs> I feel it. <laughs> You're like, I know it's makeup and it's more makeup. And then I added a filter and then another filter. And it's like the perfect photo. But yeah. in real life, it's like, in real life, your face kind of reminds me of like, you know, 
like a Volkswagen Beetle with like the eyelashes on the on the. Aww, <laughs> so cute. <laughs> when you don't even if you don't know if it's like a lift ride or like. I've a never girly been car. Or Uber that was a Beetle. <laughs> oh, I mean, me too, but. <laughs> I just forgot that people were so into fake eyelashes. Oh my god, I love fake eyelashes. They pull off so well. It just really opens your eyes. Can Everyone's you not just... see? <laughs> okay. No, I mean like uh, the look of it. I know. Having eyelashes literally just makes me feel so much prettier. <laughs> uh, really? Yeah. Do you you say you didn't have eyelashes before? I mean, I have <laughs> eyelashes, but like they're so trash. Like my really? eyelashes are so trash, yeah. They're they're just like super Asian in the sense that like short, straight, goes downwards, no bend, does it like yeah. They're really not cute. Yeah. I get so jealous of people who have long eyelashes. Like one of my really good friends in New York, one of the first she she started off as a coworker, and one of the first things I said to her as I was like standing next to her one day, I was just like, damn. You have really pretty eyelashes. She goes, oh, thank you. And I didn't even realize I said the next thing that I'm about to tell you I said, but she told me like a year after we became like good friends. She's like, I was like, damn, you have really nice eyelashes. I'm really jealous. It's because you're white. Damn. I know Asian girls that have nice eyelashes, but like everybody else, like color wise outside of Asian people, just like shit on our eyelashes. We do not have that in our category. <laughs> wow. I mean... What do you think about our eyebrows? Some people are blessed, but a lot of us don't have eye eyebrows either. Wow. It's very true. Yeah. It's annoying. I what wish do you I could just like surgically attach real eyebrows onto my face and then surgically attach eyelashes to my face, but I can't. Like it's a BBL for your eyelashes? Oh my God. I Sign me up. I would even let you beta test on me. If you guys were confident, you can make it last forever. I have to pay for my eyelashes and I have to go get them redone every like two to three weeks. It's a maintenance. Wow, that's insane. Yeah. I mean, it could be worse, but <laughs> God, I hate it. <laughs> you know that they do like the tattoo for your eyebrows, right? Yeah, I've done it twice. Oh. That's why your eyebrows look really good. Oh, thank you. No, I drew these in earlier. What? Yeah, it's makeup. So it's like tattoo and makeup. Well, the tattoo is semi-permanent. Uh -huh. So I got them done. The first time I got them done, I was like 21. And then the next time I got them done was probably like 27. So it's been a few years. And it's just, it's faded because of the ink that they use and the, the way they do it. It's a mm. semi-permanent tattoo. It's not like the ones that we have like on our bodies and shit. Like it's not going to last forever. Oh, wow. Yeah. You should do it to your mustache when you play your Luigi character. I should. <laughs> Great idea. <laughs> Luigi. Are you into cosplay? No. I feel like you'd be a good cosplay player if you decide to like get it. I mean, you're right now just out there killing it with your like acting, doing solve tapes. You have you gone into the studio and been doing them for certain roles? Has anyone ever asked you to get into cosplay acting or I did once get an audition for like an ad for like anime cosplay stuff but then there was like oh you need to have like your own stuff like they want you to like show up in it and I was like I'm gonna have to turn this down because I ain't got shit and I'm not <laughs> gonna go buy a bunch of stuff right now because that stuff looks really expensive for it like is. a opportunity that I may or may not get so I was like oh but I've like I I do love it when other people do it but I'm also not super into anime so I feel like if I were to cosplay, it would be like so posery. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, imagine I do like a really sick 
sick character one time they're like oh I love that like he starts talking to me about like a certain episode or a certain like character arc and I'm like I don't know what I'm saying I don't know anything (laughs) like no there's this one girl in what's that Netflix anime not anime but it's like kind of anime it's like something love robots love sex robots Mm, I've seen ads for that yeah I've seen like a picture of one of the characters and I was like damn that's sick like makeup like the whole aesthetic like is like a emo-ish emo-ish girl but like her makeup was like smeared off of her face a little bit or something and I remember thinking like damn I'm down to like attempt this look but then I was like I have no idea what this girl's name even is so like I don't want someone to be like yeah love that character and I'm like I don't even know her name so (laughs) you caught me I'm a poser (laughs) yo right there everything you just said yo you're perfect for voiceovers we need you for cartoons that I'm down It's funny though, for the longest time, I uh, used to hate my voice. Your voice and... is perfect. Thank you. I know now. <laughs> God, but it's so good. I've had like this like baby lisp. Like there's like uh, a, like, it's not like a full lisp, but like there's right. like a little bit of a drag at the end. And yeah. I used to be super self-conscious about it. Mm-hmm. And then, and then probably just from hearing my sister tell me I'm annoying all the time. I just like always thought that my voice was super annoying, but lately I realized people like my voice. It's just not my sister. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. What does she sound like? She's annoying too, but <laughs> she's not as <laughs> self-conscious as I am. <laughs> Do you come from a long line of cartoon voices? Um, no. What? You you just, I'm just wondering, like, if you're... So my brother, he sounds very animated. My sister mm. sounds very animated. My dad sounds very animated. My mom, not so much. Mm, okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, no, my, I feel like my mom's the same way. I feel like the way that I'm funny definitely comes a lot from my mom. And because my mom is super, like... She's very animated. Uh-huh. I don't know if I would consider my voice to be super animated. I feel like my just whole, like, the way that I, like, I speak. Yeah, that's my voice. But, like, not just, like, my voice. But, like, I talk with my hands. I, like, yeah, make you're weird like, sounds. You're oh. Italian. Huh? You're, you talk with your hands. You're, like, a business Italian woman. I'm Italian. Not racist. <laughs> <laughs> Not on this show, not at, no, it's not. (laughs) You're in the clear. You'd be perfect for voiceovers. I should look into it. I mean, do you still do animation? I mean, like motion graphics and video editing is what you like to do for fun. Have you ever- For fun. (laughs) Added your voice into the mix? No, but I have that one small dog cartoon Uh that when I first came up with the idea it was supposed to be like a full like speaking type of cartoon but then I got super self-conscious about like using my voice so then it's like completely just like motion or whatever right but as of late I've been kind of thinking about bringing like bringing it back updating it and then like turning it into like an actual not show but like have it have like some sort of conversation or dialogue with <laughs> I don't know we'll see we'll see so many things I want to do but so little time oh so little time I can I can see you talking to yourself with those like characters what do you mean like me what? as all the characters yeah well if you make the characters and then you start like talking and then you just go off script and you realize you're just like talking to yourself <laughs> we'll see I just like uh there's so many ideas and so many directions I would like, I would be interested in taking it to or towards. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where I get stuck a lot of times that I have all these direction ideas, but obviously you need to pick one and just start not necessarily have to stick with it, but that's like, and then just like move forward. But then I always get stuck because I'm like, I could do this, but then I could do that. But what if it was like this? And then what if it went like that instead? 
and then I can't decide. And then I'm just like, ah, we'll decide later and then not think about it for like a year. Jesus. <laughs> well, what do you do on Pop Shop Live? I'm a host and producer and I'm a, I also like video edit for them too. I mean, your voice is obviously on there. I've never seen you host it. So I work on the content team and we produce a bunch of like community shows. Right. Both for, yeah, like it's like for the viewers, but then also for the sellers that are on our app to Mm -hmm. kind of just like connect everybody. So we do this weekly show called The Break Room where it's almost like podcasty where in the beginning we talk about current events and all of our hot takes on whatever and then then we have like a few segments like a couple of the games type of segments that we do so i do talk a lot on that i mean it's a live stream app so i'm like talking the whole time right but it's not like some qvc like oh here is it depends on the show it was like a really hard concept for me to explain to people for a little bit. So what I would, how I would say it is it's, it's like Twitch meets Etsy mm-hmm. and their baby oh, yeah. was QVC's like cool little sister. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're talking the whole time. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I'm not on many shows that we sell stuff on. Well, uh-huh. no, I do. We also do this other show called Retail Therapy where we like go into stores and we like shop. So it's like we're, the the screen the the screen or the viewers would be like the third person that comes shopping with us. I'm like, oh my god, look at this! Oh, I that's love this. Sick. Yeah, it's pretty fun. That's why I was at Daiso yesterday. Wow, that's just like so up my alley. I retail therapy shop all the time. Me too. I'm in a huge treat myself like era of my life. Oh yeah. And I need to stop. <laughs> what have you been buying? Just like a lot of random stuff. I think like a combination of, excuse me. Nice. COVID quarantine and just like us not knowing what the fuck we're doing with like what's happening with the world. Like I haven't really shopped Mm -hmm. for a while and I love shopping. So I was like getting so bored of my clothes, which I had already started to feel that before quarantine. Mm-hmm. So I had like planned like through through 2022, I'm going to sprinkle in some dope new pieces. So I'm not so like bored of my clothes and these aren't so stale outfits or whatever. <laughs> but then there was just like no reason to shop because it's like, when are we even going to be able to be outside? Of course. But now that like <laughs> we uh, are out, we quote are, unquote, out we of outside. COVID, Oh, like yeah. being outside and shit. I'm like, it's time. It's time. Cause now these clothes are like old, 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 old. I'm bored. Before your whole newfound comedy and acting career, you were in fashion before, right? Yeah. I wanted to be a fashion designer my whole life. It started with a Barbie fashion designer CD ROM when I was in fifth grade. Let's go all the way back. <laughs> <laughs> I decided it. That was any time we had to do a school project that like, I was like, what do you want to do? That's like what I said I wanted to do. And then, but then I like never really like thought past that and never like looked into it or whatever. So like after college, didn't graduate with anything fashion or art related. <laughs> and Let's I just go. like, I know, right? I mean, I have a very broad and bullshit degree so i've never used my college degree like ever in my life college was for fun what a blessing (laughs) (laughs) but uh after college i got an internship to like do fashion stuff and i quickly decided i don't like this but then like so then i like quit it did some random jobs and then like in me doing random jobs like I fucking hate this more so did I not want to do fashion or was I just not ready to like be in working mode as an adult because like I graduated a quarter before all my friends for no reason now that I'm older I'm like should have just stayed another quarter and took some bullshit classes right I like was still like proud of myself that I got all my credits in that I got to like you know say that I graduated earlier or whatever (laughs) So I did it. And then I like literally started working the week after while all my friends were still in school and like having fun. And then this was also like peak Snapchat days, or I guess some people would consider 
Snapchat peak a little bit later, but like mm -hmm. this was like when like they first started introducing stories or whatever it was called on Snapchat side, like just like constantly posting publicly, but not publicly to all your friends. So I'd be sitting there in my internship, watching all my friends having fun. I'm like, why am I working? Why did I want this? Fuck this shit. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, that made me quit, prematurely quit my fashion career. And then I had another opportunity to get an internship in New York. And that's how I ended up in New York mm. to be in fashion again. And I was like, you know what? I have some regrets on how I handled it the first time around. Why don't I try again in the fashion capital of the world or one of them at least. And I did and I fucking hated it so much more. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's how I ended up working in retail for a little bit. Cause I was just like trying to figure out my next move. It took a lot for me to admit that I wanted to like fully give up on fashion. Right. Felt like such a failure in like, like the, the stupidest way not even that I like was stepping away from it because I didn't like it but like damn like why did I think I wanted to do this for so long that was a stupid thought like for so long and I didn't even look into it mm. so it's more of like failure in preparation that like really bothered me but yeah but now you're thriving in entertainment world yeah. yeah so much more up my alley but it took all those failures to find it though. Cause like, Oh yeah, of course. I never even considered it. Uh, no, that's a lie. I've always considered it, but then never in a realistic way. Cause it just doesn't seem like obtainable, I guess. Yeah. Or even like, I feel like I had a pretty Western upbringing for an Eastern person, child of an immigrant and stuff. So like, I don't know. It was, it just never seemed like I was allowed to even like consider it. Oh, if of course. That makes perfect sense. And then on top of everything, like, I feel like part of it too, there was like a lot of self-realization that brought me there. Right. And like, one of them was like me realizing that like, oh shit, I have only experienced life and seen life through my own eyes. So to me, everything about my life seems normal because what else do I have to compare it to? But then like, as I got older and like adulting and shit, I was just like, oh damn, like I need to recognize certain things I thought everyone did or everyone wanted or everyone thought about or could do. They don't, that's yeah. unique to me. That makes me special. But then it was like, also like then as I'm having that thought, the like humble Asian is like, you're still not, you're not allowed to say that. Like you can't acknowledge good things about yourself. Oh yeah, all the time. Yeah, no, I thought everyone wanted to be an actor. Like I thought everyone had desires to do it. But then I had finally had some conversations with my friends and like, I'll never forget one of my friends literally went like, what Michelle? Like the, the even the thought of it makes me want to throw up. And I was like, what the fuck? Wow. And it like, my brain was kind of like spinning at that point. It seems so like small and stupid now, but like, as she was saying that to me, I was just like, like you're, you've never even considered it like you have zero desires like not even a little bit like, wow interesting so maybe it's not as hard as i like, built it up to be i mean obviously it's still really fucking hard but like that cuts the competition down by at least like what by 50 percent in my head it definitely does and you've been putting in the work too you've been taking classes at ucb you've been going to all these events and now you're just like you're doing shows left and right it's insane like where do you bop around to trying to do more trying to stay consistent it's the the daily the daily struggle battle not struggle battle are your shows mostly full of laughs or mostly dead crickets um <laughs> i feel like i can confidently say usually the crowd likes me i mean obviously sometimes it doesn't go that way and sometimes when it doesn't go my way, I can definitely recognize like, oh, it was me today. But then sometimes mm -hmm. like I can like, nah, it was definitely the crowd. Right, right. Yeah. Which is interesting. It just thought, yeah, it, it the crowd makes such a big difference. Oh, 100%. So different. But when it hits, it hits and it feels so good, you know? <laughs> do you do crowd work? Um, a little bit. I'm trying to do more of it. 
but I get nervous. Or sometimes, I don't know, I just like always feel like I have so much to say that like I run out of time. I can see that. Yeah. Do you make people nervous? Do I make people nervous? Like in what sense? In <laughs> in comedy? Like when I talk to people? Yeah, when you're working the crowd. Can um, you tell by their faces that they're frightened when they're like, oh shit, sometimes. pick me? But then like I definitely, because I've like spoken to some of the people afterwards and like sometimes it's because I just literally put them on the spot. Like some people just hate that. Right. Yeah. Like I remember one time uh, I was asking this guy that was sitting in the front row, like what he did, like what his job was. And he's just like, oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a server. <laughs> he like said it's so funny. And I was like, oh, that's cool. You seem like you don't like it. He was like, no, 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 no. I just. I didn't expect you to ask me a question. (laughs) Right. Oh my God. It's funny. But then that's like, it's funny when I'm able to like fully live in the moment and then like see it in real time that they're nervous. Cause sometimes I'll also be like in my head as I'm doing it. So then I'll kind of like, there's like, there was like a purpose why I asked them that question. And then I like, just like, you know, ask the question to go on to the next point. But like when I'm like in the zone and able to be present and like, ask them and notice that like poke fun at it and it's just like it, it writes itself almost like the, the crowd loves that because it's such a human thing and humans are fucking funny that's what I learned even especially when they're not trying to be oh yeah definitely the shit that they'll say Con- context of what they're saying how they say it People are funny. <laughs> if you were to ask me a question, I'd be stuttering too and saying I'm a server on accident. <laughs> I know. Oh, I and hate you'd that be question. like, "What do you do?" Yeah, I'd be like, "And I'm a server," and you'd be like, "Oh, where?" And I'd be like, "Olive Garden." Uh, Olive Garden, Applebee's. Applebee's. The Sizzler. <laughs> I want hometown buffet. Buffalo uh, Wild Wings. Those haven't existed in like 10 years. Oh, no wonder I haven't gotten paid. (laughs) Hooters. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hats off to you and everything that you do for some Desire Wear Wear Many Hats solutions. Would you ever want to star in a new movie called Crazy Poor Asians? I'm down. It sucks because like I feel like the way that that, that was just titled, no one's gonna watch that. <laughs> but I do hate I okay, don't get me wrong. I love what crazy I love crazy rich Asians because I'm a sucker for rom coms and also I'm here for like Asian representation of all of sorts. Course, definitely. It. it was beautifully made, written so fucking well, and I read the books, so I I mean I'm just a fan of the whole franchise. Yes. But since it's come out, I don't know how many times I've had to have a conversation with somebody that wasn't Asian that just assumed all Asian people were rich. No way. And I hate that. It's just like, Whoa, I get it. Really? Why I think that? Because I feel like that's just like the narrative behind us here in America. But it's like, if you really think about it, most of us are here because of the idea of opportunities. Why were right. we opportunities if we were good and not just good but like rich but don't get me wrong there are a lot a lot of rich asian people but there's also a lot of rich every types of people right i just feel like it does such a disservice to so many groups of asian people to say that we're all rich that's why we have to change the narrative i'll also star in the crazy poor asians movie with you (laughs) and we would go to Daiso. <laughs> Dollar stores, for sure. <laughs> um, have you ever seen the movie Tan Papa? No, what is that? I just recently watched it, and it's a really great movie about ramen. You should check it out. Is it um, like a documentary reality or like written scripted whole spiel? Written scripted, but it's made in like the 80s. Hmm. it's great you like it um but it's it would be like a hand popo of sorts but also i don't know there'd be a lot of biking um what are other things in our movie uh, yeah. i have to bike oh, oh yeah 
You think we drive in crazy Asians? Yeah. Because well, one thing about us is we're here for efficiency and we figure shit out. So even if we're dirt poor, we're still going to have some sort of vehicle. Very true. Very true. I agree. <laughs> okay, biking is out of the picture. <laughs> biking is a leisurely thing. Poor people don't have time for leisurely things. No, I'm just kidding. That's fucked up. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> if you were to get a chest tattoo quote, what would it be? A chest tattoo quote? Or a just chest a chest tattoo, tattoo quote? Quote. Like a life motto? No, it could be about anything. Um, I'm not really into word tattoos. Yeah, who is? Not me, a lot right? of people are. What are you saying? That's true. I mean... No, I mean, I like the way that word tattoos looked. And there's so many tattoo placements and like whatever that I feel like some words here would look really great. But I'm such a wishy-washy person that like, I don't know if I can have words on me forever. So at the end of every show, I ask our guests if they were to get a chest tattoo quote, what would it be? Hmm. Not permanently. Oh, and then that's... That takes the fun out of the question, though. <laughs> I wouldn't want you to go out and get it after. So the deal is, when <laughs> you came on the podcast, you have to also get a chest tattoo quote when we're over. This is a hard question. I'm also not good at words. Really? You're a comedian. All you say is words, unless you're not. I think I'm, I mean, I feel like mime? my comedy comes more from the animation than like the words. I mm -hmm. mean, yeah, no, the words do matter. Hmm. You are very, you do move around a lot. I know, it's bad. I like can't. It's like cute Tourette's or something. Like, I like the, you know, it's just. Someone like... has asked me before if I had Tourette's and they were being dead ass too. I just like. <laughs> was it on a date no because <laughs> that would be such a great date question oh my god i'd be so offended no it was an employer which i feel like is almost even worse what? that's a lot worse that's a like, lot worse. i feel like i could have sued them for that question. right right of course um <laughs> hmm. You're looking around like you have like quote like picture frames. Please don't tell oh, me. No, I'm trying like... to see if I have any words around here that could like give me inspiration. Like, but please I don't tell me you have like a live, laugh, love. Like a I live. It. You do. It really makes my life better. You really do. No, I don't. Oh. <laughs> I mean, people do say live, laugh, love. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, the whites on the podcast, but you know. Hmm. I, I don't know. This is a hard question. <laughs> Honestly, if Nike didn't say it first, just do it. <laughs> okay. We'll do it. We'll just do it. Such a great motto. Whoever came up with that, I hope they're rich as fuck. Oh, yeah, they are. Okay. That's good to know. Thank you, Michelle, for coming on Wear Many Hats. It was great to have you. <laughs> Thank you for having me, and you're welcome. <laughs> Plug your socials. Where can people find you? Mtreezy on mm. Instagram, M-T-R-E-E-Z-Y. On Twitter, I'm Mtreezy, but with two Ys at the end, because the first Mtreezy will not give me their username. How'd you come up with Mtreezy? It was in high school. Uh-huh. I was obsessed with drake and kanye west mm -hmm. i've always wanted to be a musician because being a rock star seems fucking phenomenal to be able to be on a stage and just like ah and like have like words and just see everybody say it back to you but like in the like little dots you know it's always like <laughs> was such a desire of mine but your girl's tone deaf so no music for me wow no music but then i remember i was just like drake is drizzy kanye's easy What's Michelle? Now, first it was M. Tizzle, but that was more like Snoop Dogg inspired. It didn't last very long. I threw in the R for M. Treasy because M. Teasy just seemed like 
suggestive <laughs> in an unnecessary way. And I didn't want that type of attention. Oh, but yeah, I'm cheesy. And it just kind of stuck. I have been thinking if it's time to be quote unquote professional and like try to get like a proper name, but I can't think of anything. Nah, you should stay with it. It's so good. Forever. Forever. Okay. Till you're 50. That's good. 50's the cutoff. (laughs) 50's the cutoff. They're like, no, bitch, you're old now. You can't do that. And Treasy, you, bitch, be real. (laughs) Till next time, this is Wear Many Hats presented by Dasar, and I'm Rashad. Peace. Bye.